Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Monday, April 10th, 2023. Stand up for your country. So I hope you had a nice weekend. I did. Um, low key, you know, Easter and uh, went to church and had a nice dinner and urchins were here and everything worked out. Time really whizzes by, though, doesn't it? I mean, I talked to you last on Thursday and now it's Monday and I was like, Three hours ago, I thought I talked to him. I zoomed. And when you get older, not that I am, but when you get older, time goes faster because, you know, there's a clock on it. And so you're more conscious of it. Um, and, um, you know, there wasn't much news over the weekend, but the politics is just insane. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So... The Pentagon puts out a report on Afghanistan. And the Pentagon is like any other government agency. All right. So the president, Biden, is the commander in chief. If you are in the Pentagon, you work directly for Biden. If you do anything that Biden doesn't like or his advisors don't like, you're going to get into trouble. It's the same bureaucracy. People think the military is somehow carved out and independent it is not so anyway this report on afghanistan by the pentagon uh 
of course, takes no responsibility for the debacle that we saw in August 2021. I mean, it's no responsibility at all. It says, quote, put it up on the screen, and for those listening on the radio, I'll read it to you. The departing Trump administration had left the Biden administration with a date for withdrawal. That's true, but no plan for executing it. And after four years of neglect, and in some cases, deliberate degradation, crucial systems, offices, and agency functions that would be necessary for safe and orderly departure were in disrepair, unquote. Well, that's bull. Okay, I mean, it was nothing in disrepair. The Trump administration negotiated a withdrawal, and in return, the Taliban didn't kill any Americans for 18 months. But Biden took over and could have done exactly what Biden wanted to do. This was not a treaty signed by Congress. Biden could have changed it, could have upgraded it, could have done whatever he wanted. He did nothing. In fact, he made the situation worse. Now, the National Security Council spokesperson, John Kirby, again working directly for Biden, here's what he says. Go. Despite having his options curtailed, President Biden led a deliberate, rigorous, and inclusive decision-making process that was responsive to facts on the ground. Well, um, I don't think so. Responsive to facts on the ground. Here's what Biden said on July 8th, 2021, a month before the Taliban took over. Go. Is a Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Because you have the Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world and an air force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. <laughs> so this is just another giant lie. If Biden couldn't do anything, he was handcuffed. Yeah, it was a deterioration. And then they go, the guy himself, a month before it collapses. Oh, no, no way. Taliban going to do that. And now, because people's memories are so short, and the corrupt media doesn't care and lies about it. Biden's putting himself up as a victim like he always does. Border, Trump's fault. Inflation, Trump's fault. I mean, come on. You would think that the nation, the collective, we the people, would be outraged by this deceit by this dishonesty. It's not a matter of opinion. Biden said to the nation, no, Afghan army, they can hold their own, 300,000 of them. And then they didn't even fire a shot. They just surrendered. So the Biden administration didn't know that? Didn't make plans for that? And then you saw all the pictures and all the chaos. 13 Americans killed at the airport, or was it 18, something like that. I mean, it was just horrible. But again, Biden gets away with this because the press covers up for him. Even, even the so-called conservative media didn't jump on this story the way it should have. 
by demonstrating that this is a pattern of behavior. It's not just about Afghanistan. All right, so uh, November 16th, 2007, boy, again, time goes fast. I showed up in Kabul, Afghanistan, and I was there for uh, four days. Um, and uh, alongside me, uh, the older man is Colonel David Hunt, who came with us as an advisor. We brought a crew from uh, America, and we had a pretty good look. Um, and it was not a great situation over there. I mean, and, and I said that to people. I said it was necessary because of the Al-Qaeda 9-11 stuff. But in the end, I mean, the casualties were 2,400 uh, U.S. personnel killed and 21,000 wounded. 21,000. And that conflict, you know, raged for 20 years. Uh, pretty much, give or take. Um, and it didn't come out our way, once again. Now, we did stifle any al-Qaeda attacks on the USA. We did that. But Afghanistan is the biggest mess in the world right now. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13? Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you, and when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed-upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to ahs.com slash bill to save 50 bucks. That's ahs.com slash bill. $50 off any plan. American Home Shield protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. So uh, after seeing uh, those still pictures, I said, geez, uh, where is Hunt? Where is Colonel Hunt? We found him. He's in Scarborough, Maine. Um, and again, he, uh, we use him on the O'Reilly Factor a lot as a military expert. Uh, if you Google him, you'll see he's a war hero and knows a lot about military stuff. All right. How you doing, Colonel? I haven't talked to you in a while. You all right? I was until I got that int that introduction. That's got to be the worst introduction you've ever done for me in 20 years. Why? Because I, I, I said you were the older man. You are older than me. Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's very very true. Yeah. We're both. Uh, that, that was a great trip. I'm I'm glad we did it. Uh, you learned a lot. I did. It was a dangerous time. Um, the army kept lying to you for the entire time I was there. Uh, <laughs> well, I had but, you to. Uh, 
I had you to interpret and say no, 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 not true. We stayed at Bagram Air Force Base. We interviewed the U.S. ambassador, who you would expect to lie. Um, and then we did get out, you know, talk to some of the Afghan people. That was a real dicey thing. I remember, and we'll get into the analysis of, uh, of Biden in Afghanistan in a moment, but this is an interesting story. Uh, you may remember I was pushing the special forces guards. We had guards to let us yep. go to Kabul, to the town. I wanted to walk around the town. And, and the explanation was, you can't, they know you're here. I said, wait a minute, who's they? Because <laughs> Taliban knows you're here. You can't come into town because somebody will try to wax you. And uh, that's how dangerous it was at that time over there. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I remember at least four conversations. They were not one way on this very subject. And I told you that I, there's not a chance that you're going anywhere near Kabul, that they knew you were there, it was there period. It's a very, very dangerous place. We couldn't protect you, all the weapons we had with us and this special forces team, about 10 guys, because of the bomb problem. Yeah. It was a few times you haven't listened to anybody. But yeah, that was a bad, that was, you couldn't do it. There was only one hotel in Kabul um, that was possible to visit, not, and you wanted to go, <laughs> you wanted to go down into the market and talk to people. Yeah, so one bomb gets us all. So you yeah, but go. we did manage to do that outside of Kabul. We went, we went to the yeah, market yeah. out there because um, yeah. I just said, look, I have to go. If they blow me up, they blow me up. I mean, nobody, with all due respect, if you got blown up, it, didn't, it wouldn't matter. But it was a big deal exactly. if I got, exactly. if I got exactly. blown up. Um, the, biggest, the biggest deal there, though, was for me was you greeting the soul. You probably, you probably signed fifteen hundred, two thousand out. Um, yeah. Autographs. They stood in line for a long time. And that was a big deal. I, yeah. I well, I was happy to do it. We did the same thing in Iraq when we went there. Now, as far as the Pentagon report, I'm sure you read it. What, what's your assessment of it? Wow. Yeah. The 12, the 12 pages was as disingenuous as anything I've ever, I've seen. And Admiral Kirby's defense was ridiculous. Um, this made the fall of Saigon look good. And that was a pretty bad time. Um, the defense is that nobody saw the collapse coming. Nobody saw the Afghan army not going to fight. Nobody saw the speed of the Taliban. The problem with that defense is that nobody is the Biden administration. Regardless of what Trump did or didn't do, you've already said, though, the President of the United States owned that problem for seven months. And we were surprised at the speed of the Taliban takeover. Um, you, you, what you have is people from the National Security Council to the Department of Defense to the national intelligence community, people had to get fired. This was, and, and, and people fell out of airplanes at 1,000 feet, 13 soldiers killed, 170 civilians. Um, it was right done on television. It's embarrassing. Should have cost the Biden administration a lot more. It cost them nothing. Uh, we still got thousands of Afghans there to help. Um, private industry is doing that. But to blame this on anybody, and let alone Trump, is uh, disingenuous. It, it doesn't, you own the problem. You've been there for seven months. Yeah, he was seven months. And then anything, the preparations, anything, anything this. in my opinion, the preparations for the withdrawal was so horrible. All I had to do was keep a residual force in Bagram, guarding the equipment there that we had. 
okay, with air support, and you tell the Taliban, look, we're getting out of here, but we're going to do it in an orderly way. We're going to evacuate the people that want to be evacuated. We're going to keep our equipment. And if you don't like it, then we're going to send up some, uh, some air power and we'll take care of you. You know, that's how you do something like that. Um, but no, yeah. it was just, well, we got to get the hell out of there, so we're going to run. We ran is what we did. We, you had, um, yes, we, if, if you had 30 days of notice, if you just made the decision about a month out, everything you said could have been done, would have been done. Bagram is clearly the place we visited. It's clearly the place to run this operation. It's 60 miles away from Kabul, as you remember. Kabul is a civilian airport. We, when we finally made this decision, we put 150 guys, Marine Rifle Company in there, got overwhelmed within hours. It was, we, we just, we, it was just terrible. But it was terrible because CENTCOM didn't do their jobs. It's terrible because the intelligence community didn't do their jobs. The State Department and the National Security Council, um, period, did not. 20 years we've been fighting there. And we, we didn't realize that the Taliban had infiltrated every aspect of Afghan government for the last 10 years, which is why you have this sudden collapse. And the only thing that slowed the Taliban down was getting filled up with gas because it took them nine days to go from north to south. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It never should have happened. Horrible. It should cost us. Um, it, it was for the world to see. Our now, soldiers, once again, did their jobs, but the senior leadership, once again, failed them. All right. So the Biden administration is telling the Americans of the world the truth about the, what happened. And now it, it ripples forward to where we are in Ukraine, uh, with providing the Ukrainian government with all the weapons that, uh, we, you know, billions of dollars worth of weapons. How, what's your assessment of that situation, Ukraine, right now? Um, it's a, obviously a proxy war. Uh, it's, it's being fought by very brave Ukrainians and us giving the Ukrainians prescient intelligence. If the tanks that we've committed actually show up, the M1A1s and the, and the other ones, the Leopards, that'll change the nature of this war. They're probably still gonna need air. It's, it is, it's an embarrassing point for the Russians. And again, our intelligence community, for my 30 years, we built the Russians up to be the big bad Russian bears. They are not. They're tactically incompetent and poorly trained and drunk. And the Ukrainians were trained by us for about 14 years. They're getting great, great help from us and fighting bravely in front of a tactically incompetent Russian military. If we get the tanks on the ground that, that can shorten this war, um, the problem's going to be if we get, if we give the Ukrainians what we promised. Okay. Now, do you believe that Putin was emboldened to do this because of the Afghan weakness that America showed. Now, I know this is speculation, it's an opinion, but I want your opinion on it. I think when America fails the, side, the, the, the way it did in front of the world, it gives every one of our enemies a pause and to say, hey, wait a minute, maybe, these, maybe they're not willing to do something. It certainly didn't help. As you're right, it's speculative. But the way this could have gone, the way we could have done Afghanistan, the way we know how to do it, it was embarrassing, so sure. Yeah, what, yeah it, it, it certainly didn't help um, to cause the Putin to do anything but what he did. Were you surprised that when uh, the Russians took out our drone, Biden said not one word about it? No, I wasn't surprised, unfortunately. Um, that, 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 that kind of action um, should have 
take an immediate reaction, and it didn't. Um, it's if we're still afraid of the Russians, and it only could be the nuke issue, because tactically they're proven to be massively incompetent. Um, but yeah, it's it's yes, it was very. It surprised. was pretty stunning. And I don't know how I don't know how Biden's going to blame that on Trump, but somehow uh, I'm sure they'll come up with something. Um, let's go to China then. So um, China, obviously being bellicose, word of the day, um, wants uh, to take over Taiwan. Um, the only restraint is American protection of Taiwan economically because there'll be sanctions slapped. Macron undermines America today. We'll have more on this tomorrow um, by saying, well, Taiwan's not really a European problem. That wasn't very smart of Macron, but he's not a very smart man. Um, so now Biden's up against Xi, and Xi's a much tougher hombre, right? Well, Xi, the Chinese, as you know, I've always got a 100-year plan, a long-range plan, whereas us in Europe look right at, don't look past our noses. Uh, we are Taiwan's friend. Um, the, the, the Chinese are pushing hard. They're running their boats up, their planes right up to the edge, if not going over the edge. Um, China believes that Taiwan is part of China. Chinese don't believe it, neither anybody else. Um, I do not think it's such a lot of, there's some intel people that are saying it's, it's guaranteed that the Chinese are going to try to do something aggressive with Taiwan. I'm not so sure about that. I think first, and I think a confrontation with our Navy uh, with the Chinese would not go well for the Chinese. But I don't think Biden um, would do that. I don't think he's going he's gonna to order military action. He'll do with the economic thing. And the other thing is that the Han that controlled Taiwan, because remember, yeah. China's tribal, just like many other countries. They'll fight. They're not the Afghans. And they're well-armed. And there's going to be a bloodbath there with, with hundreds of thousands of casualties if China decides militarily to try to take that place over. Yeah, you're absolutely right, of course. The problem with us going to war against China is that doesn't stop at Taiwan. If, you, if we were actually going to do this, we would actually have to go into at China itself. And that's a bigger, bigger problem. But you're right. The Taiwanese will not give up. They, they are not the Iraqis. They're not the Afghans. Right. Um, They'll fight. But, but let, that's, that's got to be solved in a different way that, because you, you do not need China, us, Taiwan, anybody throwing missiles at each other. That's, yeah, that's got that's to be a sure. Well, Biden's got less than two years. Uh, both Putin and Xi know um, he's a weak man. Um, but they don't know what's coming next. Nobody does. Hey, Colonel, it's good to see you. Thank you for uh, helping us out. And, uh, you know, I have to say, I think I look older than you now. I, I, I've aged, you know. You're staying in good shape, right? We're both hockey players. Uh, you're staying in good shape, right? Except one of us played college hockey, the other one played high school hockey. It's always been a difference. You never acknowledged. No, I, I know that, but it would have been difficult for me to play college hockey when I was playing college football. You were kicking a ball down the field. No, you didn't no, I, call was, that I was throwing a ball, too. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> okay. Good to There's see you. Colonel Hunt up in Maine, you know, and if you ever want to know what Maine is really like, you take a good look at this guy. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, I hope. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Uh, let's go to Clarence Thomas. What a... Uh, you know, look. Clarence Thomas took vacations from his friend Harlan Crow. No doubt about it. Harlan Crow is a private jet. He flew around. He's, Harlan Crow's a yacht. Crow is a big, rich guy in Dallas. And I, I, you make up your own mind. There was no law against what Thomas did. There was no law in the books. Now there is tighter restraints on the Supreme Court. But when Thomas took the vacations, and again, long-time friendship with this guy. Now, my rule is I don't take anything. All right. And if I were a Supreme Court justice, I wouldn't ever take anything. Uh, That's just my rule. And um, that's all I can say about this. You can make up your own mind. Very simple. There was no law against it. There was no ethical violation on the Supreme Court when Clarence Thomas took the trips from Harlan Crow. That's it. So I wrote a message of the day about it on BillOReilly.com. But you would think that Clarence Thomas, because the left hates him, and I mean they hate him because of his conservative beliefs, abortion, on and on and on. They go on television, roll the tape. If you're going to buy a Supreme Court justice, why would you spend all that money on luxury yachts and planes for Clarence Thomas? You could have bought Brett Kavanaugh for a bottle of Jaeger and a Southwest Border Pass. Clarence Thomas must resign. And if he doesn't, well, if there was ever a case to impeach a Supreme Court justice, this is it. That's a bunch of bull. Okay, I mean, it's not going to lead anywhere. All of this is embarrassed Thomas, try to get across to the uninformed public that he's corrupt. But this is rich. One of the most vehement people against this uh, Clarence Thomas vacation thing is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Go. I believe what, we, what we're seeing right now is, is a breaking of the law, and we have to examine what institutions. I know that there are calls for, um, I know that there are calls for Chief Justice to, for Chief Justice Roberts to initiate an investigation. Well, um, in 2021, there was a Congressional Ethics Committee investigation of Ocasio-Cortez. You remember that? So she took thousands of freebies um, for a gala at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City. Thousands. All right. And the study said she may have violated standards on gifts, conduct and even federal law and campaign donations. This is Ocasio-Cortez. So, okay, you know, I mean, these people really have no shame at all. And again, they, they calibrate that people don't remember. 
They can do whatever they want to do. Um, it even got into Saturday Night Live. Go. Justice Thomas accepted the free trips the same way he approaches working on the Supreme Court with no questions asked. It was also revealed today that Harlan Crow has a vast collection of Nazi memorabilia, including a copy of Mein Kampf signed by Hitler. Worse, the signature reads, Dear Harlan, big fan. All right, that's uh, acceptable satire, but the Harlan Crow thing, they're trying to cripple him because he's friends with Thomas. Now, I've been to Harlan Crow's house at his invitation. I didn't climb the fence and I saw his historical collection. Yeah, he's got memorabilia from heinous people. Mao Zedong, I think he's got a Stalin, he's got uh, Saddam Hussein, He's got Hitler, he's got some other Nazis, but that is just a a minuscule part of his entire historical collection. He's got a whole wing in his mansion of American history. He's got a full-time employee that catalogs this stuff. If you're a historical, historical collector, you take stuff from villains. All right, particularly if they're at the top of the villain chain. Those are historical items. So this thing totally out of context. Again, people don't pay attention. The media can just twist it and they do it in a wicked way. It's just wicked. Intelligence leak. All right, so uh, Hunt and I were talking about the intel failure in Afghanistan. Well, now... Some intelligence found its way uh, to the Internet uh, in a pl- uh, server called Wow Mao. It sounds like some communist thing. All right. The documents concern a war in Ukraine demonstrate how the USA is making assessments of that conflict. So how did this happen? Well, they'll never find out. They could, the federal government couldn't even find who leaked the Supreme Court memo by Alito on abortion. Are they going to find this out? But this is national security stuff. I mean, this is CIA, Defense Intelligence Agency, um, National Reconnaissance Office, NRO, secretive stuff that got leaked to the Internet. Louisville, Kentucky, shooting in a bank today. Looks like a, a disgruntled bank employee goes in, kills four innocent people, wounds at least eight others. He's dead, the shooter. And Biden immediately comes out and says, how come uh, Republicans won't protect people from guns? How come you won't, Mr. President? How come you won't? Okay, all your guys, all your guys run in these cities where there are just body counts through the roof, violent crime at historical levels. Why won't you do anything about it? Why won't you have some kind of uh, conference between state and local officials to deal with Chicago and New York. Why? Because you're just playing politics on it. Horrible. Tennessee. So this is an interesting story, but it's a local story. So after the shooting of the three, killing of the three nine-year-olds in their school in uh, Memphis, um, the Tennessee legislature refused to uh, crack down or pass new gun laws, and three Democrats dissented. That's fine. But they did it in an illegal way. 
They went on the floor of the legislature in Nashville and they disrupted the entire proceeding. Let's have a little natural sound there. All right, so two of them were expelled, all right? The ones that led that um, demonstration on the floor, not outside. That was a mistake. They should have been censured, not expelled, because that gives the other side, the far left, high moral ground. Look at this. It's racist. The guy's black, so it's racist, of course. But if they had censured, I think that would have been a better deal. And you, with the, uh, the admonishment, you do it again, you're out. That's what I would have suggested. Censure. You can't have people with bulldog, bullhorns or bulldogs in, in a session of the legislature. I mean, that's just, you can't. So anyway, for every reaction, there's an overreaction in this country. The Tennessee firing these two, kicking them out of the House, was an overreaction. But they could have been punished, should have been punished, in my opinion. Governor DeSantis in Florida is pushing the toughest immigration crackdown in the nation. New bill, not passed yet, probably will be. Says this, people could be charged with felonies in Florida for sheltering, hiring, and transporting undocumented immigrants. Hospitals must ask immigration status and report it to the state of anyone treated. Invalid out-of-state driver's licenses if issued to undocumented immigrants. So if you have a license and you are not a citizen and you go to Florida from a license with New York or Massachusetts, they can arrest you in Florida. You don't have a license down there. That's what it would say. And direct the Florida Department of Law Enforcement to provide assistance to federal authorities in all immigration cases. This is going to pass in Florida. So DeSantis is staking out his migrant programs in response to the open border Biden policy. And on the subject of the president, here's what he did today, 1015. He had another Easter egg roll. I think this was like the 18th Easter egg roll. Um, Easter's over, but I don't know if the president knows that or not. There's the bunny. There's Jill. Uh, They rolled Easter eggs. And that's all he did the entire day. Okay, your tax dollars at work. Then Amari shows up in Belfast, Ireland. Um, Don't exactly know when he's leaving. And that's security over there because they uncovered some kind of crazy plot already. Like the extremists in Ireland are very, very few now. So the troubles have been put aside, but they're still there. Still terrorism. So Biden's going over. He's going to meet with the British prime minister and the uh, Republic of Ireland prime minister. Remember, Northern Ireland and Southern Ireland, two different countries, which is the genesis of all the troubles. So he's going to be over there. Biden's it's like a vacation. He's like, what's he going to do? You know, have a few Guinness. You know, what is he going to do? (laughs) There's nothing to do. Doesn't affect us. Hey, 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Smart life. So I get a lot of letters from concierge members uh, asking where they should go in the world and how they should go and where they should stay and that's one of the services we render. If you are BillOReilly.com concierge member, you can ask me anything about anything. And a lot of people are going on summer vacation. And I think I, I've been to 85 countries and I, I can give you a pretty good view of the world. And not everywhere, but many places I know what to do and where to go and where to stay and things like that. But I am getting a flood of these letters. So I decided in the Smart Life tonight, um, a lot of people want to know in the USA they want beach vacations, shoreline vacations. I got six good ones for you. Put the first three on up. Out of Banks, North Carolina, from Bald Head Island, down on Cape Fear, all the way north to Virginia. Outer Banks are super beach vacations. Not crazy expensive, beautiful place. Florida Panhandle, a destined area, again, whole area on the Gulf of Mexico. It's hot. It's hot down there in the Panhandle, much hotter than the Outer Banks. Um, But it's beautiful and a lot to do. And then the North Shore of Massachusetts. Now, people don't think about this. Everybody goes to Cape Cod on the South Shore. But I like the North Shore, the Cranes Beach, Essex area, all the way up to Newburyport, Marblehead, Very, very nice shore vacation. West Coast, Big Sur, Monterey. Okay, that area is, I think, the most beautiful beach area in the country. Now, you got to book it, boy, it gets booked up like crazy. But Monterey, Carmel, Big Sur, fabulous. North County, San Diego, talking Lucadia here, these beach communities, it's not the craziness of San Diego proper, it's north. And then finally back to the East Coast, Bar Harbor, Maine, Acadia National Park, stunning coastline. Cannot go in the water in Maine. And it's chilly in uh, Big Sur and, excuse me, in Big Sur and San Diego too. But in Maine, you got to have a full wetsuit to go in there. So there you go, smart life. Hope it helps this day in history. April 10th, 1947. Brooklyn Dodgers purchased the contract of Jackie Robinson from the Montreal Royals, a minor league team. Four days later, April 15th, Robinson was in the big leagues on the National League, Bush and Dodgers. My father took me, I was four, to Ebbets Field, and Jackie played. And um, three 
years after he was Rookie of the Year in 47, he was MVP and got the highest paid contract in the major leagues. Now, Jackie Robinson went through hell because in 1947, America was a bigoted country. Still, I mean, it's pretty shocking. Not everybody, but doesn't take everybody. So Robinson got it from the fans and from some of the other players. But he was a fabulous, fabulous baseball player, broke the color barrier and a hero. Jackie Robinson was a hero. And he got the contract 76 years ago today. Back with mail and a final thought in a moment. All right, let's go to the mail. David Concierge, remember, Bill, you asked if Biden's upcoming visit to Ireland helps America. I would say yes, since he'll be out of the country. But he doesn't run the country. The other people do. So it's not going to matter. Greg Bruno, Staten Island, New York. What do you think about a Trump Gabbard ticket? The problem with Tulsi Gabbard is she's an isolationist. Be tough to have Trump run with her. James Day, Batavia, New York. What is the going on with the dollar? I'm hearing we're going crypto and digital. Look, I know this conspiracy dollar stuff is all over the place. Ignore it. If I thought there was something to it, I would tell you. Okay? It's just conspiracy BS. Renaud Amari, Medford, Oregon, and we thought the country was falling apart during Vietnam and everything else going on in the 60s. There's no comparison to what's happening today. I wish more people would discuss this in some way to drive home the seriousness of it. People know. I mean, the, the people who, do, who live in a bubble and don't pay attention, uh, Renard, they don't know, but they don't care. But anyone aware knows the division. Wes, our government uh, is way more concerned about transgender than the Chinese or the Russians. Probably right. Teresa Concierge, remember, thank you, Teresa. I have never seen this country be in the situation that it is. We can't talk to each other without being labeled, labeled a racist. I remember years ago in conversation between two persons of different persuasion was enjoyable. No longer. I, I still make fun of my liberal friends and they give it back to me. But I know what you're saying. And, and I tell people, don't even bother. Don't even bother. If you know somebody, you're not going to change their mind. Don't bother. You can refer them here. You can do that. But um, don't you do it. Barry Hart, Shures, Texas. Uh, I love the team normal. Uh, can I form my own team? Yes. Barry, get the team normal stuff. I was wearing my team normal uh, shirt this weekend. There I am. How about that, huh? It was only about 50 degrees. So I had to have, uh, but it is a nice, nice shirt, particularly if you're a golfer. You've got the navy blue, too. And we got the team normal hats and mugs and everything. But if you want to form your own team normal, get them all geared up. You know, buy the gear, go on out, play softball. Go to the beach, whatever you want to do. Uh, 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 Mark Jager, Barngut, New Jersey. Just watch Killing Jesus on Good Friday, a perfect way to reflect on the day. Killing Jesus, the book and the movie, it's worth the time. Okay, the word of the day is no yawping. Y-A-W-P-I-N-G, no yawping. When writing Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine. Back with a final thought.
All right. Uh, final thought of the day. We're talking about Saturday Night Live a little bit earlier. And it's, you know, it's a program that's geared to leftist, young left wing people. That's their core audience. That's who they serve. Um, it's worse since Trump came on the scene than it was previously. But they still have flashes of brilliance. So there's a guy on there, James Austin Johnson. He's a Tennessee guy. He's an impressionist. He does Donald Trump. His impression on Saturday put me on the floor. Roll the tape. A famous, wonderful man arrested for no reason at all. (laughs) If you haven't put it together, folks, I'm comparing myself to Jesus again. (laughs) And what better time than on his birthday, Easter? (laughs) As we speak, I am being persecuted on a level the likes of which the world has never seen. Even worse... Even worse than the late, great Jesus. You know, many people are saying, we're very similar. We're both very tall, very popular, and both, frankly, white Americans. You know, Jesus did some incredible things. Some would call them miracles in terms of fish and with regard to bread. Fish and bread, you know. He rose from the dead on the third day. I would have done it faster, possibly two days. Possibly two days. I think we could have done it a lot faster. He had a good mind for business, water into wine, pure profit. And he had big, big rallies, just like me. And a lot of his followers got in big, big trouble, just like mine. All because I told them exactly what Jesus would have said. Get very violent and start a war. Brilliant. Really brilliant. So, uh, you know, I know the guys over at Saturday Night Live, and uh, they're not bad guys. You know, there's a few, but not like Al Franklin was the worst. (laughs) Cheap shot by me. Cheap shot alert. The worst. But now, you know, uh, Joust and Che and... Johnson, they're talented. They're talented. So I look in occasionally. I know what I'm going to get. I I know. But that, which you just saw, that's a brilliant piece of satire right there. And dead, dead on imitation. I was just going, it's one of the best that I've seen. Thank you for uh, watching and listening to the No Spin News. Got a big week this week, so I hope you check in every day and on the radio as well. Um, got a lot of very good guests and a lot of uh, penetrating stuff that you will hear nowhere else. That is the key to the No Spin News. We give you analysis and facts you will not get anywhere else. All right. Thanks again for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.